0: Welcome to The Art of Social Media, a podcast by Social Pilot. We host in depth discussions with world leading social media marketing experts that will help you discover the techniques, strategies, and skills you need to use to grow your business using social media. Now, here's your host, Tejaz Mehta.
1: Welcome to The Art of Social Media podcast. Today we have with us Eric Huberman. Eric is the founder and CEO of Hawk Media a full-service marketing agency, and an outsourced CMO. Eric is also an investor, writer, and a podcast host. Eric, you've been doing a lot of things. Why don't you kind of tell me what you are, what you've been up to, what's your background story, like the origin story of a hero, right? Why don't we start with that?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, background, I graduated in 08 from college, went into real estate right before the entire economy collapsed, and what we by a week before Lehman Brothers went, on a, went bankrupt and started trying to figure out what to do next. And over the course of, uh, what was that? About four years built and sold, I built three e-commerce companies, sold two of them. And then in 2013, I started advising and consulting for a bunch of large and small businesses on how to drive revenue growth using marketing and worked with Red Bull, Verizon, HP, a bunch of startups and just ran into the same thing over and over again which is when it came time for them to execute, the sort of marketing landscape was horrible. And so got sick of it decided to hire my own little SWAT team, each with their own expertise. So like a Facebook marketer, an email marketer, a web designer, a fractional CMO, etc. Went back to these companies and said, hey, everything's a la carte, month to month, cheaper than hiring in-house. But the idea is we can spin up what you need, when you need it, and then ebb and flow as your needs change. And so that's how we started. Fast forward, it's been uh, 9 years, we're 250 people run marketing for... We've grown about 4,500 brands at this point. We have a venture fund, as you mentioned. Uh, we're on our second fund. We've raised twenty-five to fifty million. We have a financing arm. We've got an AI platform that basically gives us more insight into marketing performance across thousands and thousands of brands than anyone else has. And yeah, so been able to build this out over time into this robust marketing company that is Hawk Media.
1: Awesome. That's a lot of things that you've done since graduating in a very short time. Well, how do you manage all this? Where do you get the time, man? I don't
2: sit around very much. I'm either very intentionally working or I'm very intentionally taking a break, but there's not much in between. (laughs) So it's go, go, go.
1: Interesting. Talk to me more about Hawk Media. What does the agency do and how is it different than other traditional agencies? Yeah, so we take a few different things. One is we
2: actually know how to grow businesses. So that eliminates 99% of them. Like just being straight, like there's a ton of agencies out there that are like these little five and 10 person shops. That never grow themselves, but claim they can grow other businesses, and they don't know what it actually takes to grow a business, like a real business. And so they sell services, but they don't actually understand growth. And so that eliminates most of the agencies out there. The few that are good tend to not want to work with small and medium businesses anymore. They're hard. They're you know they're less profitable, and they take a lot more time and a lot more handholding. They're a lot more tight. And so you get these businesses that you know all start to compete. And so there's the the better agencies are all competing for the Fortune 2000. And so what that means is everyone else is left to fend for themselves in these terrible agencies, unless you're lucky enough to find the diamond in the rough that's on their way to growth and on their way to performance. And it's a really rough ecosystem. And for us, we're now one of the bigger guys. We're one of the biggest independent agencies in the United States. And at the same time, we still work with small and medium businesses. And we still are very cost-effective, nimble, flexible. And that was the idea. Is like, can we bring Fortune 500 marketing to the masses? So we're month-to-month, a la carte, very easy to work with, but we're the best at what we do.
1: Interesting. You mentioned that 90% of agencies don't know what it takes to grow the business. What does it take to grow the business?
2: Well, what I'm saying is, like understanding things like gross margins, profitability, like people are can sell Facebook ads and talk about ROAS all day, return on ad spend, but that is such a bullshit metric that doesn't actually mean anything. My favorite thing is to see these like one day windows where they're like, we spent $10 today and made the company 10,000. It's like that $10,000 in revenue didn't come in today. It converted today, but those people who have been in the pipeline, has nothing to do with your advertising. Like that's all bullshit. And so you see these things and the sad truth is there's an audience for it too, but there's just a lot of snake oil salesmen. And not, I'd say probably 80% of them don't realize that they're selling snake oil, that they don't know what they're doing. They think that these are good numbers because they don't understand how that actually plays out over time. So it's the same thing where people are selling, you know, doing retargeting ads on businesses, selling it as return on ad spend. And it's like, those are existing audience members. Those already were in their funnel. That doesn't mean you didn't help convert them, but thinking that that takes full credit for that sale is crazy. And just all these things that, again, it's there's a lot of nuance in marketing that most people don't understand and so they go and try to sell shiny objects. And then, you know, it, they don't. if it performs, they don't know why and they don't know how to scale. It. And if it doesn't perform, they don't know why. They don't know how to help. And everybody that runs a business has a horror story of working with an agency. Interesting.
1: Yeah. We, we've we seen a lot of agencies not doing great. But there are a lot of genuine, interesting people in agency space as well who don't want to grow beyond 10 people. They're like the boutique, boutique marketing agencies. People really want to start in that direction as well. Uh, What is your advice to them? How do they grow to like bigger agencies? If it's a, if there's a truly hardworking team, you know, and they have like five people in the team, but they really want to grow, what is your advice to them? How do they go about it?
2: Number one, I mean, this is the thing is like, and I get this asked all the time. Like if you do good work, like actually know what you're doing, like it is very easy to start an agency. It is very hard to grow an agency if you're not doing good work. That's it. Like you you're going to lose your clients, you're going to funnel through, you then you have to have an insane sales engine to make up for that, and that runs out at some point too. So like if you're not doing good work, your clients aren't going to be successful, you're not going to keep them, and you're going to fizzle out. That's just part of it. And so number 1 is before you start an agency, are you actually good at marketing? Because this is where like the sort of philosophical thing comes in. If you're selling people on hiring your agency and you're not the best at what you do, you're by nature scamming them. you're you're selling them a goods or service that you can't perform on and they're better off not working with you. That's a scam to me. And there is a lot of that in the market. So you have
1: to be real with yourself. Interesting. Now, to be good at marketing, you to be good at a lot of things, right? Like you mentioned, Facebook ads and email marketing and websites and stuff. A small agency cannot be good at everything at the start, right? Should they focus on one service and kind of crack that and kind of move on to the next one? What should be the strategy here? I think it has to do with the founder. Like
2: what are you good at? Like I was an overall like I was a CEO and a CMO. Like I knew how to run marketing, so I started as a fractional CMO. Like if it depends on where your talents are,
1: where are you going to overserve your clients and then go from there. Got it. Interesting. A lot of uh, smaller agencies as you mentioned tend to kind of overpromise and undersell and they don't perform. How do clients kind of figure out that this agency is worth it, this agency is not worth it? Like what is the filtering metric?
2: I'd say it's
1: really hard for
2: an uneducated client. If you know your stuff, you know how to grill a marketing team, that's easy. I'd say looking at, have they what have they done? Like what company have they taken from where you are to where you want to be? Because like don't don't if you want to win a Super Bowl, hire a team that's already been there. Like don't try to like build it from scratch and be the test subject. I, I always see that. We're dealing with that right now with a company we're talking to where they're like, we have this agency. We know they're not very good, but we're gonna give them a shot. It's like, okay, so you're gonna lose, you're gonna waste time, you're gonna waste money. You're going to be in a bad spot and scrambling like this is not a smart move and i hear that a lot people like we're just going to give it a shot like think about it think about what you're trying to do like manifest it because like you have no one to blame but yourself like you've got to really do your diligence and make sure that the company that you're hiring has been there done that and can do it
1: again if not why are you going to be their test subject no reason to be interesting so go with the trusted sources and don't kind of take your chances Makes a lot of sense. How does Talk Media market itself? Like, how do you acquire new clients?
2: It's a combination of a bunch of things. I mean, we have a great network and partnership arena, like, so many like collaborative, like, ecosystem of partners. That's been a huge uh, help. Uh, Prospecting and outbound, we're reaching out to people all the time. Inbound, we have advertisements running. We have, you know, we host events, we attend things, we have a sales team, and then just a lot of word of mouth and referral and, you know, people talking about us.
1: Interesting. If you were to start over again, start with a small agency, right? Without your own brand name, like without Eric Huberman's brand name, right? How would you start? How would you kind of market yourself?
2: How would I start an agency without my name? Mm -hmm.
1: It doesn't have my name. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows Hawk Media and Eric Huberman, right? If you were to start, like, let's say, for example, a new agency called Chicago Agency, right? How would you kind of market it? start with the ground game, go meet
2: people, talk to people. Like, you know, people try to shortcut the hard work. I, you know, for nine years, I've been at three to five events a week. Like, get out there. That's, that's the part that people are missing is like, that's where you're going to get way more trust, way more efficacy. People, like, people need to see your face. Like, it, trying to just cold email to build a business. Like, you'll
1: get somewhere, but it's never going to be as effective. Interesting. You talked about starting this agency back in 2013, where you were consulting a lot of clients. It's 2023 right? In last 10 years, how has marketing landscape changed? That's the funny thing is people always think marketing
2: is like so rapid and everything's changing so fast like in the past 10 years, everything's gotten a little more endemic in the sense of like everybody knows Facebook ads now Google ads like back then it was still kind of a new thing, influencer marketing was new, et cetera. but now it's all accepted, but the tactics that were working for me back then are pretty much the same. TikTok is a new platform that's starting to perform. Snapchat. Is okay. Pinterest is okay. Like these are all other options, but Google, Facebook, Google, and Meta. So Google, Facebook, Instagram are still the best core channels to drive growth online. They still work about the same. People just don't know how to measure them anymore. And that's been the biggest issue there, but we do. So we're doing fine there. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch how ChatGPT changes like copy and creative and headlines and all that. But like any new invention, everybody over indexes as if it's going to be the next big disruptor and it takes a long time to disrupt. Like, again, Facebook advertising started, what, in, I think it was 2012, and we're now at 2023, and that's still probably the best social platform to advertise on. So, yeah, I'm not, things don't change as fast as people think they do.
1: Interesting. As you rightly mentioned, people think marketing is, like, pretty fast-changing. But, yeah, great observation. You mentioned that you kind of serve a lot of SMBs, like smaller organizations. How do they compete with, like, their bigger counterparts, bigger organizations on Facebook ads? They don't have that much budget, right? Uh, similarly, on Google, you you pay the
2: same for impression that they do. So, like, you don't need to compete on budget. You just need to compete on being able to convert those impressions more effectively. Which the big companies, it's so funny. Like, I've stepped into a lot of multi-billion-dollar businesses that do not do things right. It is it is such a convoluted, like the way those bigger or, or organizations have to run. It's so convoluted. They can't be as efficient as an effect and an effective. It's kind of the David and Goliath story where it's like if you're nimble and flexible and quick, it's easy to compete. And so that that really actually is the opposite of the issue. Like I'd actually say that bigger organizations are wasting tons of money because of inefficiencies. Smaller businesses are able to be more efficient. The only thing that I'd say is hard to compete on is smaller businesses don't have the distribution. So they can't hit as wide of an audience because like if I'm Frito-Lay, I can advertise Doritos everywhere because you can buy them everywhere. If I'm a brand new chip company that's just selling direct to consumer, I can't necessarily go as wide with my impressions because I have to have people that are willing to buy online and buy snacks online versus go into any store and buy them. So it just changes the market.
0: The Art of Social Media is brought to you by Social Pilot. To find out more about Social Pilot and how we can give you everything you need to hit your social media marketing goals, visit socialpilot.co. And then make sure to search for The Art of Social Media in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Make sure to click follow so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at Social Pilot, thanks for listening.